Yamashi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. And I am Kenton Larson. We are just over a week away from the Rise of Skywalker, Kenton. Are you excited? I am uh, excited, but I have, as I said on maybe our last podcast, or maybe it wasn't our last, maybe I was just talking to you. I don't remember now. But uh, I actually am more excited about about Mandalorian than I am about the movie, which makes no sense in my brain. But uh, (laughs) it's cognitive dissonance. Uh, so I'm well, so so I'm actually just I'm pumped every week when that Mandalorian comes out, and it's like yeah I think I will be excited the day that uh, Star Wars opens. But yeah, how about it, you? I, I, well, one thing I'm not doing very well is I, I was going to rewatch all the films prior to mm-hmm. this movie coming out. I've not watched any of them except Solo. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. uh, on the weekend, Luke all of a sudden said to me, "Why don't we watch Solo?" I guess he must have he saw it pop up on Netflix. It's not on Disney Plus though. It's uh, still the rights are held by Netflix. Yeah. So in Canada, in anyway. Canada anyway. So so we, I'm like, okay, let's watch it. So we watched Solo, and I gotta say. I still like that movie. It's fun. I like it. It's a yeah. lot of fun. And I kind of want to see a sequel. I want to see what happens next. I do, too. Um, I don't think they're ever going to make a film, but maybe we can see that played out in an animated series or comic book or a novel. Oh, a Disney Plus series. Or something like that. Yeah, that would be great. Like the- I- I'm sure they could get that guy back, too, that actor. Oh. He's not too big for a TV series. No, and Obi-Wan himself is going to be in around the same time frame, around the same universe, uh, planets. Like he's about to head off to Tatooine to meet Jabba the Hutt for the first time. That would be a cool story to see. So that is when Obi-Wan is wandering around there. We we could continue this in an Obi-Wan. I guess right. We could in the the Obi-Wan series. But but I actually really enjoy Solo, and I enjoyed it. When we saw it, I said it was my favorite movie. Of of the the modern era. Yeah, Yeah. and I still... uh, you know, I still like it. I, I've seen it a few times now, and it moves at a good clip. I like the clip at which it moves. The first uh, the first oh. act is horrible. The first 20 minutes. No, it's uh, terrible. Uh, and even Luke said that. He's like, this movie sucks. I'm like, no, just give it a chance. Yeah. I said, just give it a chance. We'll wait until he gets onto the planet where he's getting, he's in the war zone. And as soon as Chewbacca shows up, oh. Luke, Luke was in. That was the best part well, for him. Well, so. even the war scene is one of my favorite war scenes in any Star Wars with the mud trooper, like in the mud and the, and it looks like hell and it just looks no, like nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. And it's just, it's fun from that perspective. It reminds me a bit of the clones, uh, in uh, in uh, episode two, which is the handheld camera and the sand blowing and all that cool stuff. Yeah. So I kind of like that. I like seeing new uh, new things that we haven't seen before. And Solo shows us that. I like the story of Solo. I find uh, Lando is great. The Kessel Run scene yes, is great. Like all that stuff is really really good. The, the final scene where we all giggled in anticipation because we knew what was to come. We knew we would have the the scene where he he wins. <laughs> He wins the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. it was really so, good. Yeah. So anyway. and, and even the Falcon, how about the Falcon being trashed? Did that yeah. make you laugh? It was great. Hilarious. Hubcap sound? Yes. And it goes, yeah, it's so funny. It's great. So anyway, I've not watched any of the other. I'm going to yeah. try and watch this week, uh, at least watch uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Those are the two. Yeah. I mean, the two direct uh, prequels to this film. Uh, I don't have time to watch all the movies, of course, but at least watch those two. So I'm I'm up on that, and I really want to. The, the thing we're gonna have to do after the um, the Rise of Skywalker comes out is really take a look at these as a trilogy. I think is important because um, actually this this leads into my uh, Star Wars clickbait of the week. Um, the clickbait uh, headline is another Star Wars actor criticizes the Last Jedi. Ooh, who could it be? I don't know. You have to click to find out. Okay, click. Um, it, it did. It's uh, it's um, what's his name? Oh shoot, I have it here. The uh, guy who played General Medine. That's right. Yeah, it is him. No, why can't I? That guy, John Boyega. What the hell's wrong with me? John Boyega. Uh, was in an again, they're all doing tons of interviews, doing lots of press. John Boyega was actually on Hot Ones uh, last week. He was the uh, that I love that show. He ate some super hot wings, and uh, <laughs> in this, but in this interview, it was not the Hot Ones interview. A different interview. He talks about how. Um, he felt a lot really disconnected from the other actors in that in The Last Jedi. There, he doesn't have a lot of scenes with anybody else other than Rose, for the most part. Rose, a little bit of, of Poe, um, and then, but he's not in any scenes with Ray for for most of the movie, right? And and so there's there's not the connection that you feel with, like for example, if you take the the original uh, trilogies like Luke, Leia, and Han, those are the main three, right? In this one, Poe, Ray, and Finn. Are not um, not together a whole lot, uh, but I would argue that 
in Empire Strikes Back, Luke is not with the other group for most of the movie, right? Like Luke goes off on his own for most of that movie, so it's very similar in a way to the way in which Poe goes off on his own to. Well, he went to a casino planet, but he did not go to Dagobah. <laughs> that ca- that's the, that that <laughs> plot line was never great, right? Yes, that's right. And uh, and I have to say, when uh, uh, when I see the the trailers for the new movie, I don't feel a lot of love. Uh, the way I like. Um, the way I would for Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher, yeah. and uh, Billy D. Williams, I find myself watching the trailer and I see Billy, Billy D. Williams in him. I'm like, yeah, Billy D. Williams. And then I see the old gang that we should be most excited to see, which is Poe, Finn, and Ray, but I'm, and and Kylo. I'm less excited to see that little team. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I shouldn't I, say I don't care. I like that. I like them, but I love the old Star Wars characters. And and when I see Billy D. Williams, and, we're pretty, just, and, and he's going to be giddy. the the big part of that for us because uh, we know that Carrie Fisher is not going to be in it a ton. Right, uh, Mark Hamill probably will be in it in some capacity, but probably not a ton. Um, Billy D. Williams is going to be the kind of the main uh, nostalgia character for us, yeah. Especially since he has not been in any other uh, in movies so far in the in this new trilogy. Thank God they got him in. Like, oh, I, I was worried. Like I mean, the fact that Carrie Fisher died. Um, was horrible and so, and was such a shocker, and it sort of like made you go, well, you know, there's and Wedge, Wedge is the other guy who I think will get in this movie. Yeah, there's rumors and, that uh, he's going to be in it. I think. Well, I uh, that was one of our predictions. Right. That finally, because he went to the celebration or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. 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 If you're at celebration, you're in the you're in the film. Yeah. Right. You also thought that uh, what's his name, um, uh, Hayden Christensen, would be in it as well because he yeah. was a celebration. Right. I think that's. I still will. Yeah, it could be well, it. Well, we were going to have to do our episode uh, after we see the movie about the predictions we made. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. Right. And I have them. I as I say, I've been carrying them around in a folder with me on my person. For the past uh, th- uh, two, two years. years, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so we'll we'll do that. But yeah, I have to say, I'm just not as uh, I'm not as amped to see the uh, the new character. Starting to see the marketing machine marketing machine wrap like ramp up, but it's still not as heavy as it has been in the past. As far as the ads, even the story is unclear. Um, the story, well, whatever still, the story yeah, is. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. There's I saw a TV ad just out of the corner of my eye. It was during the the mm-hmm. hockey game yesterday. And I got up to go to the kitchen or something, and then a Star Wars spot comes on. And yet, there's another line similar to the they shoot now. It's another pole line, another funny pole line. What does he say? He says like it's it's after a part where Ray uh, does the Jedi mind trick on on a stormtrooper, oh. and he's like. Could she do that to us? Like it's a funny line, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want that. Don't to- put that in the Come trailer. On. Like I, yeah, just, I saw that one. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. So whenever these things pop up now, I don't look at them. I get any of these new spots. Yeah, but I, I saw it during the hockey game too. That's yeah. the problem. If you if you're watching if you're hockey, watching sports, if you're watching uh, <laughs> Schmocky Night, you're gonna be did seeing. You see, did you finally see the 7-Eleven ad I was telling you about? Uh, uh, did I see it? It was on yesterday. I think I just I think I have a blocker in my brain, you Dan. You must because I don't. I can't. Uh, I can't say that I remember what it is, but nah. Anyway, it's hard. It's hard to avoid spoilers <laughs> when you watch the Winnipeg Jets play. I just. Ha- <laughs> um, but I'm not seeing the merchandising that we have seen in the past. No. You go to the grocery store. There's no Star Wars chicken nuggets uh, <laughs> or gum. There was a big push for Star Wars gum. Um, there's an interesting crossover with uh, Bell MTS with their high speed internet. Yeah. I think there's a spot where the guy gets into the, like, the Millennium Falcon. She's like, I told you, it's the fastest in the galaxy. I'm like, she's supposed to say hunk of junk. Like, that's the line. Yeah, but they hunk- can't say that. They can't say hunk of junk. No. And plus, we realize at the end of the spot, she's talking about the internet. The speed is so fast that he's blown away by the they, if it were If it were true, they'd go, what a, what a wonderful smell you've discovered. <laughs> but... Uh, but you know, what? but that—that's a classic ad campaign. Like, uh, like I was looking at that campaign the other day. I saw some posters and stuff, and I was kind of looking at it, going, "Oh, look, there's an X-wing fighter," but it fails to find the make you excited to find the connection between the thing you're supposed to buy and the licensed property. Like, there is no connection. Like, well, that's, that been... was the same thing for the Nissan Rogue when they did yeah. that thing back oh. when Rogue One came out. Duh. It's like, come on, it's a car. It yeah. has nothing. I mean, and the spot was like, and I think that one won awards too, that that spot with the, the dad. Well, it was cool. Oh. And it, you, clearly the best uh, special effects experts at Lucasfilm were involved in <laughs> making like, the commercial. But then yeah. what with the, what the F was it? It was, it was just a, a... Just a car. Just yeah. another SUV. Um, okay, let's talk about The Mandalorian. It's been uh, two weeks since we've, we've talked about it. We're kind of doing a bi-weekly episode here. Uh, so there have been two episodes since the last one. Um, and are you, so you're still excited? You're still getting up at 6 a.m. Yeah. to watch it? Oh, yeah. Still okay. getting up early. Uh, I would say uh, the last two episodes, 
Uh, maybe not as my favorite. Not my favorite. Like my sec, the second episode with uh, uh, Mandalorian versus Jawas is my favorite one by a mile. The one where he gets the egg and has to oh. fight off that horned. Be- yeah, that was really really good. Everything That's really good in episode. that episode, I downloaded yeah. the soundtrack. I'm like, I, I'm all in. The last two make this series look more like the Clone Wars. It does. It does have a very. We're going to get some standalone stuff. Yeah, there's not a ton of of like. It's not serialized in that we're like there is the overarching story of the child and what he's doing with the child and running Mm -hmm. away. But it's very every episode is very very separate on a different planet. He travels to a new planet. He's like the littlest hobo. He travels to a different planet and encounters new people and meets new friends. Um, So in episode uh, four. He goes to uh, some, I don't, again, don't know the name of the planet, but he gets, there's somewhere where there's not a lot of industrial areas, lands among some shrimp, some glow-in-the-dark shrimp farmers, from what yeah. I can tell. And uh, But I think I really actually did that, enjoy that's that. That's where he meets Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump, <laughs> yep. Uh, but he meets this woman who used to fight yeah. for the rebels, and she's tough. Like man, she kicks his ass. Like there's that initial fight between the two of them, yeah. which is awesome. I love the miscommunication fight. You know, it's a big, big trope of comic book and, and who, movies. And uh, the fight's over, and and you can't go wrong with little baby Yoda sipping si- soup, si- bone broth, si- sipping his bone broth. That is the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That moment. Yeah. Um, and so a couple of things that stood out to me about that episode is, first of all, I've said in the past that I didn't think the acting is great mm-hmm. in the series. And I, I still stand by that, especially in the in the episode five. We'll talk about um, that in a second. Yeah. Because yeah, there is. Yeah. That particular one has got a character nobody likes. Yeah. But the yeah. Um, the uh, I have to say that Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. He does a lot with not <laughs> a lot. Tons. He can like make with a head movement or gesture. He can, without any dialogue, he does not have a lot of dialogue, but he can really convey a lot mm-hmm. in that mask, which is really impressive. Um, so he stood out to me again in that episode as being really, very really good. I like that new character, the woman, uh, who's just going to stay behind on the planet, I guess. She uh, should have gone with him. Well, I mean, maybe she, maybe he'll... Eventually she he's will. He's meeting yeah. a new character every week, yeah. a different character, um, and then maybe he'll get them all together at the end for a big party. Can, by the way, can I mention something that occurred to me? And that is, uh, and here, this will ruin the episode for everybody uh, from now. Every time anybody watches it now, it'll be ruined. Because really, the plot of that particular episode of The Mandalorian on the planet where, where he helps the townsfolk fight the, the the big beast in the jungle, that's Three Amigos. Well, it's so, also you know. The Seven Samurai. Yeah. Like it's, it's like an old, old story, I think. I, I thought yeah. it was Seven Samurai or, the, or even oh, it is. Ma- Magnificent Seven. Oh, you it know? is. It's yeah. those. But I couldn't, I couldn't help. I wanted Martin Short. <laughs> And I wanted him, and I wanted I, yeah, the scene where they're training and they're all yeah, getting yeah, yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. And then Martin Short, I, yes, like, okay. and, he, and he goes, uh, so old one, so like the wind. And she, uh, as, she's, uh, as she's sewing, I was like, that's what I wanted in that episode. I, I wanted the amigo. Yeah, I was trying, I remember, because initially, like, the premise of there being, uh, there's a bunch of raiders coming in and stealing yep. their, their food. That's very Seven Samurai. And I tried oh, to remember yeah. if they ever trained the townsfolk in Seven Samurai. I have not seen that film in a long time. I don't remember. Uh, but they definitely do that in in uh, Three Amigos. And there's other montages yeah. very similar Oh, and to a that. Robin Hood with Kevin that's, Costner. Yes, yes. That reminded right. me of that scene, and then it, which <laughs> ends with him going, poo, and they shoot the arrow, and then they have the camera mounted on the right. arrow, yeah. which was new. First person arrow. That's right, which was new at the time, and I was waiting for that. As well. I was waiting for bad Kevin Costner or British accent to come out of the forest. Yeah, so there, it was not the most original story, but I did like I liked it. I liked it anyway. I liked how dangerous the ATST becomes yeah. uh, on its own, and it, it, it really kind of makes you think about how much of this stuff is out there, how much of this military equipment was just abandoned by the Empire, and anybody can go... Use it, fix it, and use it. Yeah, there's probably tons of stuff out well, there. That's what was missing. I thought. Well, I love the red eyes. First, yeah, of all. that was cool. But but what was missing was who is driving this? Th- like that would raise the stakes to know who's driving the thing. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Like it could be like who is it? It could be really interesting who might be driving that thing. Yeah. We'll I guess it's just out. one of those marauder guys. Probably. Yeah. They just figured it from, out. From like, Lord it's, of it's the not, Rings. It's not. I don't think it's meant to be like an alliance with the Empire or anything like no. that. It's just they happen to right. come across this thing. Um, I was very frustrated when they couldn't get it to step forward into the trap. I'm like, come on. Like, what? Oh, I know. Come on. It's not that hard. <laughs> you know, A bunch of Ewoks did it. <laughs> exactly. They yes. rolled rocks underneath Oh, man. The Ewoks kicked so many ATSTS. Yeah, it's it just... was easy for them. <laughs> they barely had to try, except for the one baby who never got up. That's right. Who can forget that? Yeah. But how about, um? so the, that, and that is the first time a Star Wars character has ever said ATST. Yes. Out loud. Yes. <laughs> we've, uh, we've always called it that. It never... 
It never got the. I mean, it can't really um, shorten it to like at at. We say at at because it's well, I say I, I used to say ATAT until I started listening to podcasts. <laughs> I did. I used to say ATAT. Look, it's the ATAT. But uh, yeah, it's the first time we hear that. Um, and yeah, I thought it was just a fun, and it, like yeah. we see the the sacrifices the Mandalorian is making. He's giving up the chance for love and a family, and it's very <laughs> quick romance. I have <laughs> to say, one, she fell for him, like she, for yeah. a guy who never takes his helmet off. And we we got the answer to that as well, where he yeah. does take his helmet off. He just doesn't do it in front of people, so that was more clear. Um, yeah, yeah. So he that can't, was good clarification. Yeah, he can yeah. brush his teeth and and, uh, yeah. and shave and do other moisturize. things. Moisturize. Yeah, he can, he can do all that stuff. <laughs> I was stuff. so worried about the moisturization, you know? <laughs> so so that Living was in Canada, you got to think about moisturize. Oh, so moisturize your skin, people. So, yeah, it was, it was a good episode overall. I really enjoyed it. This most I, recent one. I thought, oh. okay, yeah, and just to sort of finish that thought, I thought that that episode worked well as a standalone, and, and, and it made me think that what we're going to see is every episode is almost like a throwback to an, another classic Western film. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That, that's what I thought we were in for. And the, and for me, the fun thing about the series continues to be we still don't know what the series is really about. Like, remember when, when Homeland came on, on TV and, and it was like, he's a, he's a double agent. Do you remember that? Yeah, With, yeah. What's her name? Claire, da- Claire Danes. Claire Danes, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, but wasn't sure if he really was, or they, they made us really doubt whether or not he was. It was very confusing. Yeah, because she's took, got right. she's got a mental illness. Right. She's got uh, manic depressive uh, stages. So you don't know if it's just a result of her own mental illness or whether it is he actually is. It's right? a, and it took a long time to understand what is this show doing? What is it about? And as soon as we knew what that show was about, it got bad. Yeah, it got it wasn't a good show anymore. Yeah, that's true. And so what I like about what I'm enjoying about the Mandalorian, even though it probably can't last. Is we don't know how long the episodes are. They're, they vary, you know, between thirty minutes. I and think they're supposed to be thirty. I think that the forty five, the and, ones that are thirty eight yeah. or forty five, are extra. But overall, I heard from somebody. I don't know. Maybe they're just assuming this based on the current um, length. But I think they're initially going to be like thirty minute episodes, and and we're lucky yeah. if we get thirty eight or forty five. So I think that's what it is. And so, I, and we still don't know really the shape of the series. We don't kind of know. We kind of don't know. We're flying around and we're seeing things, but we're and we know. Uh, oh, there, there's people chasing them, but there's not a lot. We don't really know what the end game is. We don't have a goal in sight at this point. I kind of like that. I'm enjoying that. There's about only this. three episodes left, yeah. so we have to. Something has to happen with this child. I mean, that's been the biggest yeah. question: is where where does he go with this child? Um, we have to have some sort of resolution there or even just a clue into his past. Because um, if they just kind of end it, end the season with him, oh, he flies off to the next thing with a child, that's not going to be a very satisfying end to the season, right? So well, something's going to happen. He then. has to have an end game in sight with what the plan is with the with this baby that everybody's chasing him. Like, you can't, you know, you can't live your life the way he's living it now. And it looked like what he was trying to do was find a planet where they could lay low. For a certain or of time. or he was going to leave the child behind on that yeah. other that first planet, right. and then he couldn't because they had the, the little fob, the tracker fob. Somehow we don't know yeah. how that works still. Um, but yeah, anyway, getting into this and, latest he, episode, he keeps showing everybody the baby. He keeps showing everybody. <laughs> Stop no, showing no. the baby. But he leaves, and then in the latest episode, he leaves the baby alone in the spaceship. Everybody yeah. knows you can't leave a baby alone like that. Well, and there's come a, on, there's a whole range of diaper questions that we haven't gotten to <laughs> answer right. at this point. So you, yeah, the fifty-year-old diaper issues could be a nightmare. There. Uh, so in this latest episode, he goes to he finally goes to Tatooine, and I was very excited to see Moss Eisley and and the old spaceport, and and uh, he goes to the cantina. It's the same cantina from the movie and we get to see all that fun stuff what did you okay when you saw the cantina there's one of two reactions it's like whoa it's the cantina or did you go oh no we're actually going back to that cantina. no i was excited to see it yeah i was was excited and the booth where the guy's sitting is like i think the same booth that han is in with greedo that's where we're starting to get into some issues okay Okay. what are the the issues did it make you angry to see well first of all i love the fact that the place that bans droids in a new hope now 
basically just gave in and has them working. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so that. So they fired yeah. out Wu Her, yeah. and he was replaced by a droid. But much to his, I think that was his prejudice, not the bar. He made it his mission in life to stop them <laughs> yeah. from being in the bar, and then years later, he's gone, and they've replaced him with a droid. I yeah. love that. I, I expected him to be like mopping the toilets or something, and turn to the camera and go, "It's a living." Do one of those. <laughs> but to me. The unforgivable moment, and and I'm also glad that we didn't get that Figrin Dan and the Nodal, oh yeah that they, loads. they were not there. Well, it was playing. pretty dead. Like do, the bar do, was do, pretty do, dead. Yeah. It was not like the when they first go in night. in <laughs> in a New Hope when they first go in there. It's it's packed. It's pumping, um, and and there are lots. It must have been like middle of the, must the have been rush. A Monday night exactly. It, he goes in there on a Monday night. <laughs> there's not too many. There's a couple. Of very very dead uh, when yeah. he went in. So that's he just goes in there and asks for work. Uh, and, and, and the aliens look great in there. Oh, Let's sure, yeah. They, they look great. They had a bit of, of a cut. Like, here's yeah. a couple different aliens. It was great. It was fun. Loved it. Then they have this poor actor <laughs> sitting, which which uh, I think everybody agrees he wasn't the best. He's maybe the worst actor in The Mandalorian. Oh, I agree. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, which we'll never have to worry about again. Well, no, he's going to be in the next episode. Oh, will he? Yeah, there's a, sto- there's a storyline there where he they ended on a cliffhanger. He takes, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, but. well, anyway, he's sitting. Here's the unforgivable sin. He is sitting where Han Solo sat and where Greedo said McClunky. That's right. That's where well, he's that, sitting. That's where the Mandalorian is, is Greedo in With this. With his feet up like Han Solo, though it becomes apparent right away he is no Han Solo. He doesn't know anything by his own admission, although maybe he knows more than what he lets on. But by his own admission, he is a novice who wants to be, wants entryway to the guild. Yeah, and the Mandalorian, it turns out, is duped by this moron, by this, uh, and by the, that's this that the actor is the son of Bar- Bobby, uh, the guy from uh, I can't think of his last name, uh, Cannavale. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Cannavale. Yeah, it's oh. his, it's his son. Oh, okay. From uh, what's I, I can't think of the, the show now. HBO. He, his dad. Uh, he was in the music show. No, no. Uh, Bobby Cannavale was. Well, in yeah, the music that show. one. But then the more famous one was I Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh, um, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, oh my God. Total <laughs> podcast. Bobby Cannavale is in pretty much everything these days, yeah. so it's not unusual to, to so blank on his That movies. is his son, and his son, and the acorn falls far from the tree. Well, for sure. That guy's not a good actor at all. And, and uh, he's like, hey, not only is he, hey, like Mrs. C, <laughs> hey, um, a sad person. Ooh. <laughs> not only is he, and I think that's that was the Mandalorian's mistake, is he thought yeah. he was an idiot right. and trusted him because he's an idiot. Uh, but then but we was have, very nice to him. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, okay, I'll help you yeah. out, kid. No problem. Um, so he goes, and, and so they go off to find this the bounty, which is Ming-Na Wen, who is uh, amazing in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and whatever. She's Everything she's in, she's very, very good. And and then she's like so one of the best actors in this series, and then she promptly gets killed. And well, does never, she? I don't. I'm pretty sure she's well, killed. That, she's dead. Her body's lying there for hours. I'm pretty sure she's dead. There's lots of interesting things, uh, including the Mandalorian talking sign language to the sand. That was cool. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. But but it makes Luke and Obi Wan look like dorks in A New Hope. <laughs> it's like, hey, you just had to learn the sign language, guys. You think Obi Wan would know that having to live out there in the yeah. in the beyond the Dune Sea or whatever uh, with these people? All he knows, all he knows is to go, yeah. make a noise and oh, scare oh, them off. Yeah. And then, and then uh, he's like, "They're going to be back and in greater numbers." Yeah. And Luke goes, well, "Maybe you should learn the sign language, old man." <laughs> well, you've been on this planet for fifteen years. Or yeah. Long. Luke, Luke's been there his whole yeah. life, and he doesn't know the sign language. 19, so. Yeah. Nineteen years, Obi Wan's been on this planet. Would it kill you to learn the sign language? But, uh, that, but hey, that uh, I think I'm channeling Mrs. Maisel there. I've been watching Mrs. That's Maisel. Good, would it one. kill you? Am I the kind of man with two closets? Ke- Kevin Pollock, is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, Kevin, we, Pollock? Kevin Pollock, but also uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, they're both very good. Oh my Jewish, god, uh, stereotypes. So funny. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so and by the way, th- and that guy, what I was about to say, that is the actor nobody likes. He might as well be from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He does not seem to fit into the Star Wars. He does region. not. He does not have yeah. a good character. Like the character is yeah. not likable, but also the acting is so bad that it makes him stick out. And it's just not. It's it was not a great episode in general. Like he goes off. They they negotiate their way across. The, the speeder scenes were cool. You know they're cruising down the desert and they're big. That big ass speeders, great effects. Yeah, yeah, I it was love awesome. That yeah, but then they they find her, and then um, she had the higher ground. <laughs> she had the higher ground, but that Mandalorian uh, 
went out. I can't remember what happened. Did she? Did she? Well, you cover me, and I'll cover you, and right, we'll run right, around, right, right. and we'll wait till nightfall, and I'll get shot twice in the armor, but it'll be okay because you got hit because I have strong best armor. Car. Yeah, yeah. So, so they do that. They get her. They tie her up, and then he. He wants to send the little, the the younger guy out to get the um the do back, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to do that. I don't trust you." And then uh, Ming Na Wen convinces him, I guess, lets him know about the the. How is this guy joining the guild? And he doesn't know about the bounty on the Mandalorian. Like, how is he? Something I know. There's you know? Just something something about there's that missing, guy. There's something that's missing there. So then yeah. he goes back, and uh, oh, we totally forgot about the the mechanic and her crew of of pit droids. Um, <laughs> Which I loved. By the way, I, I loved. It I too. loved seeing the pit droids, which is an episode one thing, very much an episode one thing in a new Star Wars. So we're bringing in the prequels, right? And, and a low rent Ripley from Aliens, played well, by Amy Sedaris. I I was very confused. Uh, I it is it. Amy Sedaris, uh, but I get her and um, who's the British actress? Uh, oh, uh, Tracy Ullman. Yeah, I get she, them mixed up. Holy, did she look like Tracy? Yeah, because no. oh, Tracy Ullman yeah. does such a great job of like. Yeah. Changing her look for every role that that's not was, on you. Uh, it looks no, like her. Yeah, it, it does look like, like her. her. So yeah. anyway, it was it was uh, Amy Sedaris and her pit droids, and so then they, he goes, he finds out he, this guy knows where they are because the Mandalorian told him which dock he was at. So he goes back there and takes them all hostage, and basically that's where we end it. Right? He has to he has to, he takes everybody hostage, and we have to find out next week what happens. Um, so not as good of an episode, in my opinion, as the last. This is probably the worst episode of the of Directed the by Dave Filoni. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, he should stick to animation. Well, the, it was... Like, he's not a he's not a live-action kind of guy. No, there was... Once again, it's not my favorite episode, uh, but I still like it. And I and I love The Mandalorian, but I liked, I liked returning to Tatooine. And we're, le- of course, leaving something out of the end, but uh, which we'll talk about in a second. I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't see the what happens at the end of the show. Is, is did there, you did you shut it off before you missed the end? Is there a post credit scene? I don't know. Yeah. Is, has there always been a post credit scene? No, but oh, there is shit. one. It's not post even post credits. Like at the beginning of the credits. Do you want to watch it with me? Do you want to see it? Hold on, I'm it's on there. It yeah, you got to look at. You got to see what Damn this it. is. I can't believe you missed it. Well, that, maybe I did. Maybe I'm not remembering. No, it. this actually know. makes the podcast uh, more exciting. Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? that's not where the show ends. What you just said isn't where the show ends. <laughs> All right, he's watching. I'll narrate while you do this. <laughs> this is exciting hearing the sound effect. Why why can't I? Oh yeah, he kills. No, I'm too far back. Hold on. Yeah, I like the I like the music too. Oh, it's amazing! Very Western field. Why can I remember this? It's huge. It's massive. That's why I think you missed it. I don't think you saw it. There it is. What is that? It's a guy kneeling down. Well, did you hear the sound? Play the sound one more time. That sound only belongs to one person. We're on Tatooine, and that sound only belongs to one Star Wars character. I totally don't know what you're talking about. No idea. There is a pit on Tatooine called the Sarlacc. There's a Sarlacc pit on Tatooine where they happen to be for that episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who, is that Boba Fett? Is that what you're saying? That's the sound of Boba Fett. How do you know it's the sound of Boba Fett? What? Do you have can you uh can you load up the uh the scene from special uh the Star uh okay, New Hope Special Edition? The okay, Java scene? I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up, do it on the Okay, yeah, do computer. it. Hold on. Get it out. Yeah. Uh, hey, this, this is, is gonna be great. You're gonna see I've, something. I've not. Uh, I did not even occur to me that that would be Boba Fett. Did you? Did you see it the first? time I did see it the it? first time. Yeah, I didn't think anything. Oh, of it. You're, oh, really? You're yeah. Just I'm like, like oh, it's a guy. A guy kneels down in the body. Who cares? Oh, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think there is a seventy-five percent chance. Oh, seventy-five percent. Okay, that's Boba Fett. What's the? Uh, what am I searching up here? Um, special edition, A New Hope, Boba Fett. So the one that they added. All right. Uh, 
the oh, this is the scene yeah, with the just, oh just god. Just skip ahead. Skip ahead to to when we see Boba. So when we see Saboba Boba. Saboba. Okay. Java, you're a wonderful human being. Okay, here we go. Baska. Listen. Oh, the ships is fun. son of a bitch. Okay, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Then. <laughs> um, I love how he looks at the camera. There, that was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, that's lame. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Uh, bounty hunters. As you wish. You may take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hutt after I have Skywalker. He's no good to me, dead. You hear that? Put it to carbon yeah. Oh. What if it's the same. It's the same sound. Are they Spurs? Yeah. What if he doesn't survive? Good to me, dead. Oh, you're right. Look at that. Uh, uh. Look at that. Where else does he walk? Where else can we hear him walk? <laughs> I don't know. Let me think for a Java's second. Java's Palace? Does he walk around there or is he standing still? I think he's just standing still there. Um. Oh, at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, this might have it, actually. Oh, yeah, This yeah. has all the Boba Fett Put scenes. Put it to carbon freeze. What if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. This is the original because he can. Yeah, I think it was. I think he did hear it another time there. It's quiet. It's quiet because that's the, the problem on this. Uh, whatever the mix is here or something. Yeah. I don't think we're hearing it quite as loud. Let's see. Is there another one? <laughs> oh yeah, where he steps out at the dinner. Oh, okay. we would at the be dinner. honored if you would join us. Darth Vader's dinner. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Unmistakable. No, you you're right. Absolutely right. You got it. I think that. Uh, uh, do you think that is our friend Boba? Yes, I do now. But I, I but, didn't. I think I don't. I don't know that anybody else caught. Did anybody else catch that? Is anybody else making that claim? Well, I heard a podcast, and you're not going to believe what they said. Okay. 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 There's two did. other options. I think this one is total bullshit, and that is Cad Bane. Who's that? He's that blue guy with the cowboy hat from the from uh, Clone Wars. Do you remember? No, him? I don't remember that one. Okay. Well, he's lame, and uh, he's well, lame. I, okay. Not, let me not say that. He's good in that animated show, but I think the character would be stupid as a live action character. I don't think it would work at all. Um, but, uh, and then the other, uh, possibility is someone we have not yet met in the Mandalorian, which is our, uh, the actor from Breaking Bad. Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Gus again? Spring. Yeah, Gus. Well, right. uh, yeah, he's, he plays an Imperial officer, some sort of Imperial officer. Yeah, could, that could be him. Could be, yeah. I, I mean, I, what, what but is the, the, but the, the sound sounds like Spurs. It sounds like, like, you know, a Spurs yeah. jingle while you walk. That's kind of what it sounds like. So I don't know why he would be wearing Spurs. I don't know why Boba Fett wears them. Uh, well, why would we we be hear that sound and be on Tatooine unless like there's it's one of two options it's Boba Fett and maybe we leave it there and we'll come back to, or something or they wouldn't have shown it if it didn't have something to do with the next right. episode and why would you why would you pull the rug out from under Star Wars fans like that by implying that's who we're seeing and then going no 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 we're not we're not seeing no that. I don't think that's the case either um, yeah I do, again I just just realizing this now so I don't haven't had a lot of time to think about it but. It's got to have something to do with the next couple episodes uh, because that, otherwise there's no point in showing that, right? There's just no – like it, it means what it implies is that either Boba Fett is following around the Mandalorian or he was also going for that same bounty that that kid right. was, right? So Boba, Boba Fett continues his bounty hunter ways, uh, but uh, how, how, how far after Return of the Jedi is – Five years. Would he still be on Tatooine? No, but he could come back Laying there. Low? He could come back there. We I thought mean, we saw him in the beginning of the series in that in that right. the, that Mandalorian temple. So he could be just moving around like he normally does, you know. Oh, like yeah, he, the, it might not be a secret that Boba Fett survived that Sarlacc pit at this point. Well, it's only secret to us. Well, it is, but it might be. He might be back. He's like, I'm back, and he'd be, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, his, I mean, his boss Jabba was Jabba his boss. Well, at or the were they time just he was together? Yeah, at the time. Were they just? Were they just? Uh, He's freelancing, freelancing for Jabba. They just hung out around the water fountain. That's together. right. Yeah, we talked about you know having. Uh, I wonder if Jabba ever ate uh, salacious crumb pets. Do you, here's another question for you. He probably <laughs> did. Uh, he, well, he, we saw he wasn't a picky eater. We saw him reach into that aquarium and he eats frogs, which also Baby Yoda eats. So maybe right. they're very tasty frogs. Um, 
But yeah, uh, it's a, we saw the roasted salacious crumb at the beginning of the, the series. So, do you think? So here's my question for you before I forget it. Do do, do you think that what we're seeing in the Mandalorian uh, involves elements from what would have been the original Boba Fett movie? Yes, that they had Josh yeah. Trank. Yeah, I I think so. I think they've definitely taken elements, probably the whole like Mandalorian mythos and all the culture there and this is the way and the way they they do the armor i'm guessing all that stuff probably all the concept art they developed for all these different Ah. armors that they have um uh, the toy the toy galaxy youtube channel which i've talked about before on this on this podcast he collects boba fett figures i've told you that right um and he also ordered a there's a uh he's calling it the favreau fett uh, which is the the character voiced by John Favreau in the series, mm-hmm. but he has this big big gun. He comes with a giant gun, but it's it's an actual toy of that, which is very very cool. He he picked up so. Um so yeah, that's there's a lot of cool stuff, and I definitely think the movie was the source for that. Maybe not the character of the Mandalorian and the week to week stuff that we're seeing, but certainly the the overall concept of, of it. I think that's what that was. Yeah, it was going to be a Boba Fett movie that took place after Return of the Jedi. And he was going to survive the Sarlacc, and it was not going to be like an old school, you know. This is what this is what Boba Fett did before he captured Han and, and got involved that way. So, because I was actually thinking that it wouldn't, it would have actually been a cool way to do a Boba Fett movie to have another Mandalorian kind of be sort of doing something, and then having Boba Fett be the side story to kind of launch the to, to launch that movie would that would have been a smart way to do it. Now they would have had less time to do it in. Yeah. So it it, it might have been a short version of what we're seeing as part of the show. I don't know. Really what we're seeing here is there's not a ton the show feels like it doesn't really matter very much, right? No? It, it doesn't well, I mean we're seeing stuff in there but I think it could be discounted like it's it's not doesn't think I don't think it's going to impact a larger Star Wars story. We're not going to see mean. I thought of another possible crossover we could see in this is Han Solo and Chewie. Um, and, and like think about the time frame here. It's five years after we could even see Luke at some point. Like there's different. I think I hope not. I think it's unlikely we we would. Yeah, go well there. that's what I mean. Like there's no real connection to that Star Wars. Yeah. Storyline, Boba Fett would make the connection for sure if that they made him a big part of it. But I don't think I think it's still about this guy, this Mandalorian. Um, and it's it's just it's a fun show. Again, it's not the acting isn't great, but overall I'm having a good time with it, and I, I do look forward to it on Friday. Well, but when you say the acting isn't great, are we talking about the one guy, or are you still I'm don't talking think about it's in, in general? I don't know that uh, what's her face was great either. The um, Amy Sedaris. Yeah, oh, I loved her. Oh well. I thought that was good. It was a good character. It's a character. That's the point. It's a character. It's not. It doesn't feel like a real person. It's a kind of a character type of thing. Although the girl who played in the previous episode, who was the former rebel, she was good. Oh yeah, she was. Um, yeah. And actually, kind of like the the server at the at the restaurant that he, where he got the bone broth. Yeah. Uh, so I like uh, that, and I also liked. I also thought the love interest was good. And yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. and I thought that the okay, and, so and, maybe and, only two bad actors in the whole thing. Well, I actually think. Uh, there's two bad actors, and then did you see Steel Saunders pointed out the kid who's not interested in? Baby I saw Yoda. that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's bad too. <laughs> he wasn't doing what he's supposed to be doing. But and and so far we've only seen. What's weird to me is the kids are all pumped for Baby Yoda except for that one little outlier. Yeah, that kid. He probably he pro- that kid probably is in trouble in school. Yeah, that kid. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like that that Baby Yoda is taking all the attention away from him. Yeah. You know. By the way, my earphones just cut out. Can oh, you hear sorry. me? I'm because I'm, I'm fiddling with the with the cord. Is that better? Oh yeah, now I can hear. Okay, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure it wasn't the whole. Mic no, I was just I was okay. just fiddling with your cord. I'm sorry. No, no. So the kids are excited to see Baby Yoda, and then um, Amy Sedaris is like, "You're a bad babysitter," she says to the Mandalorian, basically. And so that's good too. I'm glad that there's some some people who are happy to see him, and also some people who are worried about his welfare. I watched a video on YouTube from a, a channel called Film Theory. Um, the video, the YouTuber's name is Matt Patton. He's actually a really uh, successful YouTuber. He does two channels, Game Theory and Film Theory. And his theory this week was about the uh, about Baby Yoda. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. But it was about how Baby Yoda could possibly still be a baby after 50 years. And he actually takes a look at... Um, at humans and how we developed longer baby stage in our evolution because we have bigger brains. And he actually made a very, 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 yeah, a very convincing theory as to why Yoda species would be, um, would have needed more time because they are a super intelligent species. Uh, and he talks about Yaddle and Yoda and he's calling it, uh, what do you call it? Oh, he called them tridactyls because they have three fingers or something. That's what he, but mm-hmm. they don't have a, a name. 
But uh, it was really interesting. I thought that, you know, it, it made sense what he was explaining. So basically saying a species can go too far and have too long of a development time, and that would not be good for it, which is probably why Yoda is the last of his species, or, or almost the last of his species, as it turns out, because they they take too long to grow up. Yeah. So they have to have super, super good care of these. Like, when does he grow up? When does he finally become an adult, right? Uh, age, I don't know. Age 100. Well, we're not going to sit around here for 50 years until... And and we figured out, and he also pointed out that their years are the same as our years, uh, based on a Coruscant. Coruscant has the exact same year as Earth, as it turns out. So that's how they base all that stuff off. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, and I was also going to mention, they're releasing the next week's episode of The Mandalorian the day Star Wars is released, I think. Well, the, the 20th, like the official release date of Star Wars is the 20th. We're going to see it on the 19th, the night before. The 18th. The 19th. No, Wednesday the 18th. Thursday the 19th. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> but the official release date is the 20th, and that is the day The Mandalorian comes out as well. No, I, ha- I have it down on Wednesday, my friend. Uh, we better check so. that. I that think that might mean check. you're free from work. I might be, but I, I don't think that's true. I think it is a Thursday. It's the 18th. <laughs> How can it be the 18th? the 18th? Because it's the preview night. Yeah, they that's a Thursday that. night. No, that's the Wednesday night. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, let's. Well, we'll look into it. We don't even know what day we're going for Christ's sake. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think. Um, uh, hey, hey, hang on a second. Let me get to the bottom of this. All right. This this isn't gonna do it. Nah, forget it. Okay. Um, uh, the uh, the the, uh, the Mandalorian um, being released. Do you think there's some tie-in? No. No. We 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 talked about this before. I don't think that it would serve the story of either of these things to. I do not, I don't want to see Baby Yoda grown up and uh... no, I don't. No, no, I don't think there's a, any point to that. If if anything, you could save that for the Ryan Johnson trilogy or whatever else they got coming up. Right, like, that's something that they can explore a long way down the line. Um, although this is like Baby Yoda would be eighty, I guess at this point, so he'd be a teenager. Um, so I don't know. It's just you want to see now. I think we should transition to talking a little bit about speculation about the the rise of Skywalker because we are only a week away. I don't know if we're going to record another episode before we go see the film. We'll do it. We well, could. I, I, I'm I'm actually looking up the date. So, so uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So what I what I was thinking about as I was reading that article about John Boyega and thinking about the trilogy as a whole, it does. I think what we're going to find here, we may find that the Last Jedi is the outlier in this series because. It was directed by Ryan Johnson, and the other two are directed by J.J. Abrams. I think the first and third are going to feel very similar in tone. Uh, maybe, hopefully, this third one is not as tied into the nostalgia of the original films as the as the Force Awakens was. But I think there's going to be a disconnect there between that that second chapter, um, as far as like the story goes and the feel. Like what, that's what I liked about it. I liked that it was different, but a lot of people didn't like that. And I think that if you if you're going to watch them all in a row. You're gonna find that that one just sticks out, and you're like, okay, whatever. And there's, you're gonna, everyone's gonna fast forward through the casino scene, and you know, there, there's gonna be parts of it that you're not gonna to want to watch. So I think that it's the ultimate. Um, I mean, it's not gonna be failure, but one of the negatives of this trilogy is that 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 second one. Like, why not just get JJ to do all three of them if that was gonna be the way? But there wasn't originally. They're they gonna have Colin Trevorrow do the third one, and he was fired. So. You know, like I, I'm I just, glad actually. Well, me too, me too, based on his other movies. But I just like when they when they announced they hired him, I was worried. But I just, you know, I, I still like the Last Jedi. I, I'm hoping this is going to be better. I think it will be better than the Last Jedi because uh, I think the, the I think for one thing the uh, the dialogue is going to be a lot funnier. JJ is good yeah. with the funny dialogue, and I think that um, it's you know I'm I'm excited about it, but I'm not I'm not. I don't really have any expectations going into this, if that makes sense. I'm not expecting it to be this mind-blowingly amazing film. I just want it to be good. I want it to be entertaining and have fun watching it. And that's kind of my goal well, here. I, and I'm the same way, and I'm and I'm feverishly trying to find. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure that this will only take half an hour oh, to log sure. into my yeah. Cineplex, which usually just has a stellar history of working whenever you need it to. <laughs> he says sarcastically. Filter by year. All right, so close. For the love of, okay, hang on. This is absolutely painful to try to figure this out, and I'm glad <laughs> that I'm drinking our. Okay, here we go. Oh, look, we can upgrade to a. What the fuck? And a phone call comes in from hey. a mystery, from no doubt a telemarketer. All right. <laughs> so let's see. What have we got here? December nineteenth. Oh, 
God damn it, you're right, I think. I am right. Hang on. Is it all December 19th? <laughs> oh, now you got to check to see all of your tickets? I'm pretty sure. We looked at them when you bought them. Yeah, they're all December them. 19th. Yeah, you, you bought them. You showed them to me, and that they were all December 19th. Well, son of a bitch. How did I get this wrong? I don't know. Okay, well, great. Is that a problem? Yeah. Uh-oh. You know it's a problem? <laughs> I want to see it on Wednesday. <laughs> Just to wait one okay, more day. Okay, well. I'm 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 sorry I put everybody through that. <laughs> Most of all myself. So yeah, I, I mean it, it's gonna be uh, you know it's a fun experience going to see a Star Wars movie opening night in the theater. I'm gonna be excited for that. Uh, but yeah, I think you have to kind of have a good be in a good headspace to see this movie and not have too many expectations. I think that's part of the big problem with with the Last Jedi. So many people not liking the Last Jedi because they have these huge expectations for that film based on. The Empire Strikes Back being so good. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem, right? You can't do that. It's not going to be as good. Never going to be as good as the original trilogy. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that makes me sad to say that, but The Mandalorian shows that you can come up with. Uh, Still like, good. Particularly that second episode, I thought was just as good as anything. Like, probably my favorite Star Wars that's been produced in the last 10 years. It's really good. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I like seeing inside of things like the like the Jawa's yeah. life and that kind of stuff. And I like getting those little details that were kind of glossed over in the main movies because we didn't have time to get into, into it. But I'm hoping that at some point, like, what's going on with oh, Jabba's dead? Okay, Jabba died. And we're going to get back into the Mandalorian now. So he's on Tatooine. Who took over for Jabba after he died? Like, was there another hut that was brought in? What was the other hut's name in, uh, in Clone Wars? There was another hut there. Yeah, he was the Truman Capote hut. <laughs> Basically, that's I don't who remember, he was. Yes, exactly who he was. I don't remember yeah. his name, um, but there was also uh, uh, Jabba the Hutt's kid, right, oh, in that episode God. where that, 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 that was the movie. That was the Star Wars, oh, Clone right. Wars movie. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Where they, they actually had to rescue Jabba's oh, son, God. which was awful. Uh, that, yeah, that, so, and that that was not a good setup for the series. That no, it was not. I fell asleep in the movie theater when I saw yeah. that. I went to I went to the theater to see it too, and there was a little boy dressed like Darth Vader. It was very cute. It was like, yeah. oh, this is, good. this is fun, but it wasn't really fun. I remember what I wanted to talk about now to finish up the podcast. Okay, yeah. so um, Jack, you know my son Jack has a Oculus Quest. Have I told you this? It's no, like a that's VR. A- it's a VR set. So he set. looks like a complete dweeb walking around town. Well, he doesn't. He does it in his. Actually, it's funny because I can I can see into his room from outside sometimes. Uh-huh. And I can see him with it on in his room. What's he it, doing? It's very much like. A, it's like <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not like that. It's uh, it's very much like uh, Ready Player One. Thing. He's just like yeah, yeah. you know, in that scene where you see people kind of doing stuff with the VR helmet yeah. on. So he got this thing for his birthday, and he's kind of struggled a bit because how much is it? This Sorry. this thing was like six hundred bucks. Okay. Oh my. So, but God. he he saved up money, and everybody basically pooled all their money together for his birthday. Looks, that's the only thing he got for his birthday, and there was no birthday party. Wow. Either. He sacrificed a lot for that fucking thing. How about his perfect attendance? Did he sacrifice that? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but he he there's a limit to what you can like. He doesn't have a ton of money. You know, he doesn't has an allowance. Uh, the games are kind of expensive for it, so he doesn't have a ton of games on it. Um, but one I felt kind of generous and I, I really wanted to try it is I wanted to get the uh, Vader Immortal, uh, which is a the new, oh, new yeah. series from Lucasfilm. And it's the we heard about it. Uh, yeah. I remember Pablo talking about it. And it's that VR experience with involving Darth Vader. And so we bought the first two chapters of it. And they're about, I think, 12. How do you buy it? You, you have you? to buy it with just your, it's on the, they have a Oculus store, just like in the app store. You buy it through that. How long does it and, take to download? Uh, only a couple of minutes. Didn't take very long. Oh, okay. uh, it wasn't a, a ton of time to download. And each episode is about maybe half an hour of a, of playtime. And I say playtime because it's not really a game necessarily. There are there are gaming elements to it, but I don't think you can really die. Like there's a point at which you have to deflect. Um, like uh, they're blasting at you. Like the stormtroopers are blasting at you, and they're coming at the blast, blaster bolts are coming at you pretty slow, and you have to deflect them with your lightsaber. So that, but I got hit a number of times by blaster fire, and I didn't die. So I don't think you can die in this thing. But it is a really a fun. Okay, remember when um, our student did that VR project? Uh, Marshall did that VR project with, yeah. he, with his brother and his yeah. brother designed, and it was like we we're sitting in a in a cockpit and you can look around. It was very very cool. It's like that, but like ramped up by a million. It's very very fun. Yeah, what we saw was very rudimentary. That was like the yeah. beginning of yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. this was like this is excellent. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is have Jack bring it in here and we can try it. Yeah. You can try it. 
uh, because it's it's real a lot of fun with um, like you you're this part of it where you're standing in the cockpit of a your ship. You've got a, a wise cracking droid companion as always. Um, you've got you have to you get you get um, pulled out of hyperspace by an interdictor. Uh, um, you know what those are? Those are the the ones with the gravity wells that can pull you out of hyperspace. Just interdictor just makes me laugh. <laughs> it's, that's what they call it. Uh, so and and you're on um, what's the name of the planet where Darth Vader's castle is? Uh, that's uh, Mustafar. Mustafar. That's where you get pulled out, and uh, and Darth Vader has a plan for you, and it's got it's really the the best part of the game is when you're sitting there, and Darth Vader walks right up to you, and he's tall and big, and you're like, oh, and you hear his voice, and it was very very cool. Wow. So it's it's a lot of fun. I would definitely recommend if you if you have the means, check well, it out. We should bring him in. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. Like he was just a kid when we last had him on the podcast. <laughs> he was drinking, he was slurping chocolate milk, and uh, he's grown up, and now he well, slurps he's, beer. He's thir- no, he's thirty. He's still, oh, oh. still drinking talking milk, but thirteen though. When, <laughs> how old was he when we last had him on? I here? don't know. It's been a couple of years. Oh my god, that's insane! I remember being thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, it's a lot of fun. Bring him so, in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll bring him in. We'll do a podcast episode with that, and you can you can try out the game, and it's a lot of fun. So that's uh, that's my recommendation for. I don't really really don't really do recommendations in this podcast. But well, we should I tell people that. that next week. So our plan is. You were gonna go to the early showing yeah. with me, and it turns out it's Thursday, not Wednesday. Yeah, uh, you were, which gonna... I always knew, by the way. Okay. I never doubted it for well, a second, even out... when you were frantically checking your phone. It turns out that uh, that you were wrong, and it's actually Thursday. <laughs> but uh, but um, um, we were gonna. I don't know if we still can. We yeah, we're gonna do tough. maybe a lot. But so maybe what we're gonna do then is what we normally do, which is the following Friday the morning after have our little yeah. podcast roundtable yeah. where we uh, give it a mark out of ten. And so rank far, it, rank it as far as the other movies are concerned. Well, we always straight do that. sevens for me so far, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll talk it out. So you're gonna go see the early show. Yep. Then, then I'll see you. For uh, the then I'm gonna show. meet you at eleven o'clock for the late show. Yep. Uh, you're gonna have to have the biggest poker face. I won't ever. say a word. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but here's the thing. If I look super depressed, you'll be like, oh, it's shitty. Yeah, it's true. And if I look happy, you'll be like, oh, it's good. That's all I really you know, need. Yeah. The, the, the first time you see a Star Wars movie, you're always, you got amnesia. Even the you first don't even know time what the I saw The yet. Phantom Menace, I was so happy about it. Yeah. That's what Star Wars does to you. Yeah, don't worry. I won't say a damn thing. So we'll have the following. Uh, our next episode will be the uh, the morning after episode. of, uh, yeah. And we're going to be up late because it's an 11 o'clock showing. And it's almost a three-hour movie. So yeah. we're going to be pretty late. I know. We will. It's a good thing we'll have all our marking done. All right. if, if it's a shitty movie, I might just bail on that late show. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> walk out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I've then seen I'll, enough. Then I'll know. Oh, I'll be one movie. of those guys. I walked out. That's right. I was so angered. After the first time yeah. you saw it. I was so angered. I walked out. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode. We will talk to you again after we've seen uh, the last. Sorry, I keep calling it the last Jedi. After we've seen The Rise of Skywalker, I'm Dan Vadamonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't, don't let the force hit you in the ass. This had better work. That's no moment.